Hey, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, the Slim Cogcast, with your boy Slim Cognito. And it's been a kind of somber week. A little bit of, you know, a little bit of news that had people complaining. Uh, some, you know, I guess you could say lukewarm news been going around. So it's been kind of even uh, this week. It's some stuff to get hype about, some stuff to get pissed about, some things to, you know, feel sad about and some things to get happy over. So let's just uh, jump on in with the first topic. But before we do, I got to remind you every single episode, please don't forget, because I'm going to do it again just to remind you that my name is Slim Cognito and you're damn right that I'm black. Now, first thing. I want to go ahead and cover what I've been watching because I've been watching hella anime. Like I've been watching more anime this week uh, than I have probably, probably in the past like several months, yo, because I haven't like gotten a chance to like truly binge a full anime series in a good while since I've just been keeping up with anime. Like the past couple of years, like I'll have like always something that's coming out in like two or three days, a new episode that's ongoing at the time. Like when I was keeping up with, um, Shoku Shoku no Soma, uh, aka Food Wars, and My Hero Academia, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Five. So it's like you know that's that's what's going on right now, and it seems that we're supposed to be getting some uh, anime episodes of Dragon Ball Super and uh, My Hero coming soon. Plus, um, there's been you know rumblings about um, Stone Ocean Part Six of JoJo in the works which I'm very, very ready for because Jolene, bro, is a badass. But, um, yeah. So, this week I've been watching an anime that was literally just presented to me, and I needed something that I would have fun watching because, you know, Shonen is cool and all, and fight scenes are amazing. I, I literally live for fight scene choreography. Like, I literally, like, study the shit and pay attention to it down to every movement. But... Sometimes you need a break from that shit, but I didn't exactly want to do like I usually do and, you know, go and watch a slice of life or something like that. You know what I mean? Or some super depressing as animated get you in your feels like I went in the mood for that. I wanted something that, you know, a little more lighthearted than that. And it just dropped right in my lap when a friend of mine, uh, he recommended uh, Non Baka. And it's basically, I guess the translation is called The Numbers, but Non Baka is, came out what? 2017 no the the second season was 2017 so i'm assuming it came out 2016 but um i told you all about it last week i believe but to catch you up i'm on the second season now and things are getting very good it's still keeping to its roots as being a comedy anime but also having some backstory and a bit of interesting plot some character growth and things like that so there's a, there's a bit of a mystery swirling around a bit and things are coming to a head uh they're actually showing power levels of all of the guards and supervisors and that shit's cool um there's this one thing about one of the guards the monkey since every last one of the guards are like very synonymous with an animal they like like resembling they, they resemble the animal that they uh represent uh from the boar to the monkey to you know just anything technically two of my monkeys is one's a gorilla and the other is just called monkey but of course the one called monkey uh is named goku so he's more attuned to the character from journey to the west but um more on topic uh just it's it's just great uh gets good chuckles out of me and i'm super invested in the plot and 
apparently since the second season aired in 2017 here we are 2020 i'm not sure if there was any plans to continue but if if you if he had a good enough traction to get two seasons i would love to see it continued hopefully i hadn't finished this season yet but i do hope that if it does end that it ends well but i don't want it to so we'll, we'll just see we'll write it out but it's still good so far i think we're about maybe oh, eight episodes into the second season or something like that uh god of high schools um episode from last week i gotta say it didn't say too much didn't do a lot um basically the guy uh stole the key and used it to amplify his power so now he had a whole transformation out here and i asked my twitter I, a screenshot and i asked twitter i was like yo was this as hype as it is in anime and somebody straight told me nah it was way more hype in the manga so i was like oh okay what shit and and the further i go i'm starting to get the feeling that i should just go ahead and read it but eh we'll see but other than that yeah i think uh i think that'll do but um since we uh already covered the anime we can jump right on into i was speaking of which just to let you know my favorite character in nambaka i'm having a hard time choosing um i don't out of the original uh, f- cast of four out of number 11 25 69 and 15 it's hard for me to choose out of the four but hajime bro let me tell you something hajime their supervisor is like the best like that that dude's the goat like i get like i get all bro nothing but respect because the the biggest thing that i uh sympathize with him about this you know that the traits about that character that's like me is that he is a workaholic <laughs> like he like he, he he just i won't say he's a workaholic but he just likes shit to run the way it's supposed to but he's not so much of a workaholic that he you know actively tries to fight against the universe and things outside his control just to he's not a control freak basic but he likes things to be in order and i respect that that's exactly how i am so yeah kudos to that dude um so yeah now beyond that what i've been playing this week uh like i said i've been playing the last not the last the evil within uh the last few weeks and i finally finished it from uh much much procrastination i finally finished it and i gotta say whoa i had like high hopes for this shinji mikami i don't know what happened but i had high hopes for this like at at the at the start man like maybe the first 10 to 12 hours of the game it was it was solid it was solid but boy after you get past chapter 10 does it go to shit i mean like if you could cut out chapter 11 and just bring those two parts together just sew it together it would be much better if i felt like it went on just a little too long it overstayed its welcome just a little bit and toward the end everything in the ending sequence and everything in the last stage felt slapped together with duct tape spit and super glue like you, you go into an area which is supposed to be like a not kind of a stealth area but not really where it just magically okay you got to stealth around these spotlights now. So we doing Metal Gear Solid now. Suddenly you leave there and you're in an arena and you got to fight all of these enemies. So you're doing an, a, a, a normal enemy gauntlet, which is supposedly, you know, it's, 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 how can I say customary protocol? It's, it's pretty much expected for those type of things to be present in a game for the, the penultimate room or, you know, the, the, 
just just right before you reach the final boss you just gotta face a huge um you know several spawn camps of normal enemies and just survive you know and it's not that strange to me so i understand it i try to give it a pass but the fact that it was just there and slapped there with no other you know creative um encounter to engage with especially considering the very low amount of ammo that they give you now keep in mind i'm playing this game on the hard difficulty on my first playthrough so if i play this on easy it would have been a breeze and i'd have beat that game oh man days ago but that being said i only died 57 times in the whole playthrough so it's not that hard but just imagine how much more ammo i would have been able to find on a regular basis or how much easier it would have been to upgrade my abilities and things because i would pick up more upgrade points and whatnot like it would have been way easier as an experience so i have to consider that it might have gone by a little faster if i did play on normal but i can't really find a moment i can't really recall a moment where i was like dead set stuck and didn't know what to do so I'd say the gameplay went rather smooth on the hard difficulty. And oh man, after chapter 10, man, it really, it really went to shit. Because the 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 it, it swelled up to such a good climax around chapters nine and ten. And then it just the floor just falls from under it. It's just like it's just like, oh. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go back to doing this shit again. Like they could have kept that, bro. It was it was too much at that point. So all in all, I gotta give it like a like a because it was ready to be like maybe a a seven and a half, but I gotta bump it down to like a five, maybe five and a half, bro. Like they, I because it, it had frame drops. The game crashed on me like four times, four or five times. It's just a, it was a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? So I, and I I would jump it up to at least a six to be nice, but because the performance wasn't consistent. No, nah, the voice acting was bad. The um animations is what you would expect from a Japanese title. I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to really hold them too hard on that, but I wanted to love that game. I wanted to love it. Oh well. Hopefully the sequel's way better. I hear good things about the sequel, so I'll force that upon myself as soon as possible. But um we'll see if I even get the chance to play that shit now that I'm starting an MMO. We're gonna be playing Genshin Impact, which released today, uh, as of the recording of this podcast. So we're gonna see about that as well. I got it installed and ready to go. Just haven't clicked the launch button. And um, is that everything up this week? Aside from a lot of league and oh man, I've been playing some Among Us. Let me tell you something. This is an update on my Among Us gameplay. I played it with the homies. If y'all missed it, that's your fault. Cause I tell you to go and follow me on Twitch at uh, Slim Cognito Entertainment but um man among us is like it's it's different different that game literally people keep making jokes on twitter and everything about how it can make you into a sociopath and this that and the other and blah 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 blah. nigga i realized that i I might be one or at least know how to be one if i choose to but i suppress it because i am surprisingly hella good at that shit you know i'm saying I, i never thought about it as a um you know skills that would translate into sociopathic behavior but i uh took pride in this type of stuff because you got to play like when you playing like you know card games like spades or poker and things like that you can't really like let on to what you're capable of to your opponents bro you got to know how to well metaphorically it's it's taught 
Well, it was taught to me down here metaphorically to say always keep your cards close to your chest, meaning never show your opponents your full hand. You know, don't let them know what you're really working with, what you're, you know, capable of. And that's exactly the same type of mindset when it comes to these types of games. Clue, um, some uh, mafia or um, I guess you can kind of compare town of Salem and, you know, games like that, which was easy for me. So it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, well, cool. And went on about my business. But um, I really think screw finding out. I found out. I think I might have the power to be a sociopath all this time and didn't know it. You know what I'm saying? Screw becoming one. I think I already was one at one time and grew out of it. But I know how to unlock it when necessary. <laughs> but anyway, Among Us is stupid good. You should check out the VODs and the clips. Oh, my God. I'm going to highlight some. Um actually screw it that's gonna be the footage for the podcast because we played i know i think we started like at eight o'clock at night and we didn't stop playing until like 5 a.m we took like maybe an hour and a half break and then we went and played more among us until like 5 6 a.m it was insane good ass sessions very good sessions so yeah good stuff also also nah that's everything i've been playing this week i'm tripping all right anyway well, I hadn't gotten, I hadn't really gotten anywhere on spirit tracks. They want me to like transport some ice and shit. And I just, I wasn't in the mood after I rode that train over there and they were telling me to go right back. I was like, ugh, I'm tired of this shit. I'm over that train, bro. I just want to play as Elder. L- let me just go there, bro. And apparently it's some type of warp function, but I missed how to do it. So my dumb ass are going to have to find out. It might, it might just be in the flute. It might, I, I, I'll see. But anyway let's jump on in the news like super early because bro it's a lot of it um and some things that i need to break down and before we jump all the way in something that i wanted to uh discuss is about the uh these graphics cards released the 3090 rtx 3090 uh, nvidia graphics card was released this week there has been people lining up outside of stores and camping for like days almost a week living outside of a storefront to get a graphics card bro it's insane i don't know man i don't know like, i would like to go to a midnight release like that or you know what I'm saying? something like that we just camp out but we had to see um but i love to see the community you know what I'm saying being overzealous about some things that's pretty cool to me. now um the 3090 is um specs have dropped and it was claimed by nvidia that it's supposed to be capable of 8k gaming and you know consistent frame rates but as it turns out that's only true for certain games and the 8k at a stable frame rate or acceptable frame rate let's say that is literally dependent upon you having dlss active which is uh the what was it deep learning what was deal i'm bad with acronyms y'all gonna have to forgive me I know it's DLSS deep learning. Yeah, deep learning super sampling. There we go. So, yeah, it's supposed to be just um, using a certain AI in order to, um, I guess, just better upscale images. And it's more of a technology to properly reach 4K as as a resolution, but it's not properly playing games in native it's just an upscaling tool so that's that's a huge well i won't say it's a huge difference but it's a difference nonetheless that cannot be you know looked over it warrants 
acknowledgement heavily so yeah but uh, the 3090s are considerably bigger thicker cards compared to their uh young and uh, a lower counterpart um in the series the 3080 and 3070 not only that um it is to it produces way more heat and i think the power consumption is much higher as i was researching this which is it's it's, it's kind of crazy but you know it's to be expected since it's meant to do so much processing um it's it, it generates more heat but it, it's the card itself is good at keeping cool but it generates so much heat outside of it. It, it it exhausts a lot of heat so therefore ra raising the temperature of the inside of your pc case so i've seen a lot of uh, people who do review it they would take the side panel off in order to show that the temps will get down to the 40s but with it on it can easily almost dip into the 60 degrees which is not great so hopefully you know if you got the right kind of airflow you'll be fine but still that thing's a beast so just be prepared for what it's got um also another thing about that is uh the original design that nvidia made for those cards that initially everybody was saying it was weird but it's actually super intellectual design and great for airflow and cooling purposes the uh what was it was it rog or is it evga i can't remember what brand but um they tried another aftermarket uh, GPU of 3080 and 3090. No, 3080. They tried an aftermarket and it was terrible. No, I think it was a 3090. If I recall correctly, I could be wrong. But it was literally terrible at keeping cool because of the fan design, which was three friend, three fans right on top of the board itself. And, you know, the exhaust literally is just the fans is pulling heat off. But that was way less efficient uh, for heat transference. So my my biggest thing that I wanted to stress, I said all that to say this, those cards, if you have something like a 2080 Ti and let's say you're gaming at like 1440p, maybe a little bit of light 4K at a lower frame rate, then you're fine, man. Stick with that thing. Do not overspend that money, bro. You don't really need to upgrade, right? To be honest, unless you just want to. If you want to, then go ahead and just grab you a 2080. But it's no use in having a 20, uh, excuse me, get the 3080. There's no use in having any kind of 2080 uh, GPU right now and then just jumping up and going for the 30 series. It's it's literally like, it's, it's a boost in performance, but not unless you're rendering at higher resolutions than 1440 and 21 8 21 so just don't don't do it just yet you're, you're you're getting an increase in performance but it's not worth the amount of performance that you paid for so yeah but it's it is neat though it's nice to see it in motion it's, it's nice to see it be such a beast of a car now let's jump into the news real quick because i was thinking of uh, trying some genshin impact after this but that's gonna put me to sleep i can tell right now i hate starting new rpgs bores the shit out of me in the first few hours until i can leave the first town and shit and start exploring i get super tired i fall asleep on them in the first few hours but um all right so over here on kitguru.net an article by matthew wilson stating that metal gear solid and other konami classics hurt 
head to PC via GOG.com. And for those that don't know, GOG.com is goodoldgames.com. It's literally just a, a website where you can buy old or sometimes current PC games, which, you know, they might be like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Old freeware that you've forgotten about. Um, they're available there for fair prices and it's drm free so you don't have to be in steam you don't have to be logged into or in the play there's no you know no need to there's there's just freedom you just buy a game and you have it and that's the coolest thing about it's very dependable but um yeah um now we have the metal gear solid and several other titles like castlevania one in castlevania 2 simon's quest we got castlevania 3 dracula's curse contra and super c um from konami all from konami we have the original metal gear one metal gear solid um one is already i don't remember when it released but i i could have sworn that was already on pc but um let me see okay well yeah either way the games are being ported we're getting some metal gear we're getting some castlevania and things are cool you know so next on the topic next no no no, no. all right here we go I'm going to start a new saying. Next topic on the docket. Right, so the next topic on the docket is Resident Evil Village, a.k.a. Resident Evil 8, possibly receiving current gen ports. Uh, it was re it was reported maybe like two or three weeks ago that they said they weren't going to do current gen ports. But now, according to the Tokyo Game Show that happened this past week, which, you know, I checked out, but there's not a whole lot of amazing news on it. But, you know, it was cool. But uh, yeah. They they announced at one point that they weren't going to do a PS4 and Xbox One, you know, port for Resident Evil Village because it will hold them back in development. But we'll see. Uh, now that they want to, it might come out pretty amazing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so next topic on the docket is a Yakuza live action film is in the works. This is dope. I find this very cool because although I have always liked and respected the Yakuza series, I haven't officially played one of the games until 28, 19, something like that. And it was actually pretty good. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami, hella fun. I had a great time with that shit and couldn't see how to improve it. Couldn't see how much better it could be. Camarocho is a great open open world to explore because it's not fucking huge and take you like five minutes to get from one objective to the next. You literally get there in under a minute from all over that map. Then again, Kiwami is a remake of the first game. So it's probably that. But also thanks to it being on modern hardware, the load times are much lower. But still. I can't wait. Uh, they said they're still looking for a script writer. Uh, it's still in the works, like early stages. But um, hopefully they can't fuck it up. It's literally just men being manly, silly, stupid, and sometimes gay, but beating the shit out of people like badasses and being a Yakuza boss and running business. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Next topic on the docket, Left 4 Dead 2 got a massive free update and it's free to play this weekend. Now, of course, I am interested in this. Um, I hate to say it, but I don't like to lie to myself. I might have to solo this or play with randos, but I do want to check this out eventually. Um, so, yeah, it was, apparently this here update, this this new campaign update is made by the community. It's supposed to be super good and they have Valve's blessing. So, yeah, 
can't wait to check it out it's supposed to be 26 brand new survival maps new pitchfork shovel melee weapons new animations previously unused voice lines from the survivors enhanced made to pv enhancements made to pvp support across all game modes for single player brings back the infected from the original left for dead as new mutations called rocket dude and tank run gives everyone access to the secret counter-strike source weapon set and fix tons of bugs and exploits it's a massive update so there you have it can't wait next topic on the docket would be french consumer organization accuses nintendo of plans op- planned obsolescence over joy-con drift now I put this on on the docket because when it comes to planned obsolescence, it's very, very real. Um, if you don't believe in it, just check out the history track record of Apple when it comes to their iPhones. There was a time where literally they had kill switches for iPhones to just start having bugs and glitches in their OS as soon as a new iPhone comes out. And every phone provider would have some type of deal or, or, or premium going where they'll say, well, you can upgrade to the newest iPhone for a discount if you get rid of your current one. You know, things like that. So it's just, it's just hard not to believe because this is something that's a very, it's a very common practice. The planned obsolescence is like stupid, stupid evil. But yeah, it's not surprising. Although they don't really have a case. This is just him assuming and just saying, you know, just saying stuff. So yeah, next topic. On the docket, Among Us 2 canceled to take the original to the next level. Yeah, so it came out a few days ago that the uh, creators of Among Us, they were working on a sequel, but they decided not to do the sequel and just take care of Among Us 1, you know, do some updates, improve some things, which is very smart. Because if a a sequel came out right now, then people would be like, oh, no, that's too much. And then they'll probably pull away from it, you know. But, hey. I'm all for it if they're willing to fix it because there's some bugs where I actually saw somebody that was not where I said I saw them. So, hey, Spider-Man PS4, next topic on the, on the docket over here on Polygon, written by Julia Lee. Spider-Man PS4 players can't upgrade to PlayStation 5 for free. Now, here's the thing about this controversy. It's been going around everywhere and people have been mad about this. And the reason that this is the way it is is because the... Spider-Man PS4 is a completely different agreement deal that was made, uh, an exclusivity deal done with Marvel. So it's like, yeah, of course. But with the PS5, they're going to include a PlayStation 5 version of Marvel Spider-Man with Miles Morales Spider-Man. So now you purchase Miles Morales Spider-Man, you're going to get a PlayStation 5 version of Spider-Man PS4. But you will not be able to just free upgrade to it just because you own Spider-Man. Here's a quote, direct quote. Players with a copy of Marvel Spider-Man from PS4 can purchase Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition to experience Marvel Spider-Man Remastered on PS5. Marvel's Spider-Man for PS4 will also be backwards compatible on PlayStation. End quote. So you can take your PS4 disc and pop it in the 5 and play it, but you will not be able to upgrade to it for free. And it's weird. But either way, yeah, this is not completely outrageous. I mean, if you're going to get Miles Morales, then that means you have both of those games for the price of one. The new price of 70. So, yeah, game. 
just I, I just need people to stop complaining about this so hard. Like they're 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 every time some news like this happens, people say, "Oh, that's the last nail in the coffin for uh, Microsoft and EA and all these others." Speaking of which, um, Microsoft did purchase EA um, Bethesda this week, and I know y'all are probably looking for me to say something about that, but I've already done a full video, separate video, talking about that and predicting some things that could happen in the future. So. And last topic on the docket is the Game Awards by the Dorito Pope himself. It's been confirmed on Twitter that it will be December 10th. Now, let's get it out of the way. We all know that The Last of Us Part 2 will be Game of the Year. So, yeah, can't wait. I want to see, you know, what they what 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 they think is the best indie game, because most likely it's, it's going to come down to if it's not indie game, it's going to be like party game or something like that or online party game. But that'll literally come down between Fall Guys and Among Us. But I honestly, perf perfectly personally, humble opinion, I really think Among Us got the edge on Fall Guys. I don't, I don't think Fall Guys is like hitting like it. I didn't even enjoy it. So and that's pretty much everything that's going to be on the docket. Can't wait to look forward to those game awards. It's going to be in, in fall. Um, I hope y'all enjoying yourselves out there playing you some video and staying out of trouble. And all in all, so let y'all go just don't forget if you like the content just go ahead and give me a like a comment and a subscribe you know maybe share it around a little bit and don't forget to check out my twitch and my twitter follow me over at slim cognito mode and hey look around and catch the next stream so when i next time i stream among us you can have you some laughs too because boy was it some content but anyway y'all take care of yourselves and always remember the channel motto okay intentions are the most important Actions ain't nothing but loud, and words don't mean a damn thing. I love y'all. Peace.